Hey guys, Alex here, AJNashville.com, here with Mr. Jeff Perry. Hi, Jeff. There we go. There we go. I figured if I threw some silence in there, it'd make him feel uncomfortable, and he would say hi. Not to mention, it is New Year's Eve, and so I'm sure Jeff is half drunk as it is, just yeah. like any other New Year's Eve, you know. Got to get it in, get that bottle. You gonna get pop bottles of champagne tonight? No, you're not. Gonna I'll probably crazy. go to bed at seven and then get mad at the neighbors because they're making too much noise. I hope your neighbors like fucking fireworks <laughs> in the road. They do, dude. They, <laughs> they terrorize the neighborhood on. They on don't New Year's terrorize Eve. pots and pans banging. And People all that. are having a ba- good making time. a bunch of noise. I'm trying to sleep. Trying to sleep because you act like you're a 99 year old human. I know being. we talked about this the other day. We sh- I should move into a retirement community of 55 and older. I'm not sure that they would accept you there. They'd be like, "Here's this little pervert that wants to try to date <laughs> all the freaking elderly people here." That they would actually coin you as the predator and kick you out. <laughs> and, and you know, I, didn't we talk to somebody the other day too that said that they actually probably stay up later and have more fun than. Than, than not. So Dude, I, think I would, about it. If you were 55 years or older and lived in a community like that, you would party your ass off. <laughs> you would have a Jimmy Buffett margarita maker. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking bingo. Shuffleboard in the <laughs> Shuffleboard. Back. Yeah, exactly. Your giant black gaming board. <laughs> then you'd be back there playing, what's that, that card game, Sparkle? Yeah. Or whatever. Is that what it is? Sparkle? Exactly. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I used to play it way, way back in the day. I played Go Fish. Go Fish, yeah. Let me tell you something. People at retirement homes aren't playing Go Fish. Oh. They're, they're playing Strip like... Strip poker? <laughs> it's a rough image. <laughs> Can you imagine that? <laughs> so no, I probably will. I'll stay up till at least midnight. Well, there you go. At least you're going to stay up till at least midnight. See, when you have kids, it's a little bit different because when you have kids, it's like midnight. What's that? You know, <laughs> who's she? So when you have kids, it's you, you got to go to bed, especially Ron. Ron will stay up as late as you stay up. She will stay up. The other night, we go to well, I say we. I was sleeping. Shannon goes to move the elf, and she looks in the bedroom. Because Rowan has to sleep in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. She looks in there, and Rowan's sitting wide awake on her iPad at 1.30 in the morning. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, dude. She throws it down. Me, on the other hand, I was out. Now, most of you know I have sleep apnea. Okay? Well, you know this at least. I probably do too. So here's the cool thing about having sleep apnea because everyone's like, oh, man, that's like Darth Vader mask. You know, you get up in the middle of the night, and you, you're breathing in this thing. You're like, oh. <laughs> you can scare your kids with it. Here's the great thing, dude. So do you know that that I think it's like a superhero or something? They call him Bane? Mm-mm. Okay. Well, it's this superhero or something like that, and he's got this mask on. And my mask makes me look like Bane. So could you only imagine – one night, Kyler comes downstairs, okay? <laughs> he comes downstairs, and Shannon sees someone peek into the room, and she texts him and says – are you downstairs? And he said, no. And she said, are you sure? Are you just kidding? He said, no, I'm upstairs playing video games. Why? She wakes me up. She said, there's someone in the house. So I grab my pistol and I step around the corner. I got the the laser and everything on. I step around the corner and I see movement in the kitchen. It's Kyler. And he goes, hey, hey, hey. He said, it's me. It's me. So the next morning we're talking about it, and I tell him how serious it is, you know, to not joke around like that because you're in a house. It's dark. Right. And he's like, well, you're the one that came around the corner with a laser on, and you look like Bane. <laughs> I have my sleep apnea mask on. So That's awesome. But the great thing about the sleep apnea mask, okay, so 
guys, girls that have been married, long-term relationships, you guys can all relate to this, I'm sure. So here's the cool thing. Sleep after your, your mask. Your spouse doesn't have to smell, smell, smell your breath. No. That, oh. That's a good point. But, you know, the air comes out from somewhere. But the, the <laughs> other – Let's let it out the mouth then. <laughs> the other air, because I have the full mask. I have the one that covers the nose and mouth because I, I breathe out of both when I sleep. Mm-hmm. I had the nose thing, but then I would start breathing out of my mouth and it didn't work. But if you have a sleep apnea mask, you can pass gas and never have to worry an inch <laughs> about smelling it <laughs> because the machine is like four foot away on top of the nightstand and it's sucking air that's filtered through a totally different source. And so you can be like, you know, <laughs> and never even have to smell it. That's rough. It is rough. It is rough. But sometimes you wake up in the middle of the night and you got the cord kind of getting wrapped around you a little bit and mm-hmm. that, that gets kind of spooky after a while. So. Um, and it's actually acted as protection for my face because Rowan, she likes to kick and punch and stuff when she's sleeping. And it's like a nose guard. Like I got kicked in the face the other night, but she kicked right in the mask. Sweet. And it's almost like a cup for your face. That helps. You know, it, dude, it helped totally. It saved my nose. Nice. So anyways, back to, to New Year's. So a lot of us have New Year's resolutions, obviously. Everyone wants to start the New Year with a bang, mm-hmm. something big. It's like, hey, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. You know, I'm going to lose 190 pounds next year or whatever. And the big thing is, is New Year's resolutions for a lot of people, it's a goal. It's something new, and it's great. There's nothing wrong with it. I've been a little more critical on New Year's resolutions in previous years just because I think that using the excuse of January 1st being a new year to start a new me or a new year or whatever it may be, I think is a lame excuse because I think if you really want to change, you should start it at any time through the year. And I've been a little more critical on that than I would say I am now. I would guess now, you know, everybody by this point should have their 2019 goals put together so they know what it is they're doing for 2019 and some of the major things. And and one of the areas that, you know, as far as goals are concerned, um, getting all those set up and lined out, that's a that's a huge thing. Alderman. Knowing what you're going to do. Well, yeah, Alderman, that's another thing. But we won't talk about that yet. Um, but knowing what you're going to do with your goals and, and what your big plans are, income, you know. So you have a couple different goal areas that you want to look at. You want to look at your family goals, obviously, personal goals, financial goals, business goals, and spiritual goals. You know, so hopefully everyone that's listening to this, by this time you've had that lined out. If not, guess what? You still got 12 hours until the, the clock strikes midnight and the new year rolls in. Get it down. Get it down on paper. Or seven, spell out. 7 p.m. if you're Jeff. Yeah. Get it on paper. Get it spelled out. And, and actually take that time seriously. You know, I have my goals written out, and they're not just the goals. It's how I'm going to achieve those goals. I don't you just strategize, sit there. Strategize them. Strategize. There's one word I can say better than Jeff. <laughs> but it's it's getting those down on paper and knowing, hey, this is how I'm going to achieve this. You don't want to say, you know, if you're in, a, in real estate, you don't want to say, I'm going to close 100 houses next year. Okay, cool. How? I don't know. I'm just going to close 100. You know, that's what you see people that have these far-fetched goals. Okay, how many did you close last year? Well, I closed 10. So you're going to close 90 more houses next year, and you don't know how. You know, a goal like that doesn't work. So you want to have obtainable goals, reasonable goals, but you want to have goals that are going to stretch your limits. You know, my buddy Andrew Paul is a, a great example of a person that I've learned a lot of this from is how to set goals in order to put yourself in a position where you're achieving, succeeding, and continuing forward mm-hmm. and being very defined. He tells a story, which I've seen this story before, and he talks about the big rocks. Have you heard this story? No. Okay, so there's a professor, and, and I'm going to screw this one up. So the listeners, don't don't be too critical on me for this one. There's a professor. He comes out, and he, boom, sets this big big jar on the table, okay? 
puts a bunch of rocks in it, big rocks, like fist-sized rocks in this thing, and says to the class, is this full? And what do you think the class says? They look at a jar. It's full of rocks. Is it full? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it's full because you look at it. Oh, and it I've is. heard something similar to this. Okay, but, but I'm telling the story. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm gonna tell I'll, it better. I'll shut up. Right. Thanks. <laughs> Anyways, so he he pulls out another jar and he pours some smaller pebbles in it and it kind of fills the voids and everything inside that glass jar. And so now there's pebbles in between the rocks. Mm-hmm. And he says, "Is this full?" And what is? What do you think the class says? Yep, it's full. It sure in the hell is, isn't it? Because it looks full, right? Mm-hmm. And he says, no. Okay. So he pulls out some sand mm-hmm. and drops the sand in there. And the sand fills up everything. And he says to the class, is it full now? At, the, at this point, the class is skeptical. They're like, They're like no, this uh... dude's going to pull some shit out of his ass. He's going to make something right, up. Right. You know? He's going to dump the damn thing out and then it's right. going to be empty again. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, no, it's not full because he's able to take water mm-hmm. and fill it up with water. Water fills up all the empty space that's in there, okay? Mm-hmm. So it soaks it up. And that's what, what I've been taught when it comes to goals is put your big goals in first, your non-negotiables, your time with your family, things you want to do, you know, for, in my example, my health, making sure that I hit a certain weight target. Yeah, that was the big thing that you said, non-negotiables. Right. Non-negotiables is the big thing. These are our stones. These are the big things in our life that are taking up a lot of space. And they're the big things that we want to make sure we accomplish and we want to make sure we achieve. And then you take the smaller items, and the smaller items are you know, things that are sort of negotiable, but you really want to achieve those. And then you have, obviously, the finer things, the smaller business activities that you can do, the personal activities that you can do. Uh, the training, personal training, anything like that. And then you have the water. The water's kind of everything else. And the thing is with those goals, when you cram all those together is if you unpack that container, mm-hmm. okay, let's say we take everything back out. There's no way to possibly get all that stuff back in at the same volume than if you do it initially right the first time, right? Mm-hmm. Big goals, smaller, smallest, or smaller, smaller, and smallest. So that's the big thing you have to figure out. What are the big non-negotiable items that you're going to have in life that you're going to work towards, that you're going to focus on? And, and Andrew pointed this out to me. He said, you know, maybe your goals aren't a 12-month thing. Maybe your goals are a one-week thing. Maybe it's a 24-hour thing, you know. Uh, for people that have – I went through Alateen with my mom. She had, you know, addiction to mm-hmm. drugs. Um, and the one thing you learn is it's one day at a time. And one day sometimes gets broken down to one hour, to one minute, to one second. It just depends on the severity of things. And so maybe your goal is something that in a matter of minutes can change. Maybe you're, maybe you're addicted to something. And in a matter of minutes, that can change and spin everything else out of, out of cycle. And so you want to look at those big non-negotiable goals and what are they and how can I achieve them? Health. Health is a big thing for me. I want to make sure I'm in good shape, not just for myself but for my kids, you know, because – me getting up off the ground is like a 90-year-old getting up, you know, out of a, a damn hole in he the ground. You and I are both like that. Now, we get in and out of the car, listeners, if you don't, you're not with us every day, obviously, but we get in and out of the car, we're like, ugh, when we sit down, ugh, when we get out of the car. That's why, that's why I like my truck. I just roll out. I'm just like, ugh. Yeah. And I hope, I, I hope my feet hit the ground before the rest of me. <laughs> so, um, but, you know, the health is a big thing because I already have the handicap of the broken legs. You know, and that's something I can look at and say, oh, this is my handicap. It's not. You know, it's broken legs. It is what it is. I can walk now. Everything's great. But I do get some pain from it. But I need to make sure that I take the time to focus on building the strength in my legs and losing the weight in my upper body because what good is legs that can support, you know, 220 pounds if the upper body's 260? You know, Mm -hmm. it doesn't make sense. And then you talk about heart health and everything else. We're getting older. 
uh, hell, I'm 37. You're what, 40? 40, 50, you're at that, that, 90. You're at that prime age where you're going to start getting a prostate exam. Are you excited? Uh, you're not excited for that? Can I do it myself? <laughs> <laughs> that <one>. Actually, <laughs> I heard they don't even do that anymore, though. I, I don't know about that, but the fact that you asked if you can do it yourself is Well, I don't want somebody else to do it. <laughs> right. Pretty fucked up, I mean, you know. Exactly. I mean, it's like, you know, girls can do their – No. Check them. No. Yeah. That's gross. <laughs> you got fucking issues, dude. <laughs> no, I, I hope your I hope your New Year's resolution is to not be <laughs> such a disgusting bastard. Because <laughs> that is – that's something else. But No, but I'm not excited about that. No, you, <clears throat> you should be. But anyways, so, you know, that's something new coming up. But like I said, and this is something that's – I'm relaying information that's been taught to me. You know, I'm I'm not the originator and the inventor of this. I'm just somebody that's starting to implement some different things in my life so I can see some different outcomes. You know, 2019 is a new year. We're going to see new things. It's another opportunity at business, at life, at a, a lot of things. You know, things don't start over once that clock hits. Once the bell – what is it that drops? Ball. A ball, yeah. Once the balls drop. <laughs> <laughs> or your ball drop. Once the ball drops, nothing <clears throat> changes. You know, the only thing that changes is the calendar. And the calendar, we take it, we close out a year, and we flip the thing over, and we open up a new year. Mm -hmm. We fuck up for the first 17 days, and we write everything January 2nd, 2018, because Mm. that's the habit that we have. And eventually, that habit's broken, and we do something different. But the fact of the matter is, once that ball drops, there's nothing different. Your life doesn't magically like reboot, and all of a sudden, you're like, boom, I'm, I'm good to go this year. New year, new me. It's not what it is. Because if you're not focused on making a new me now... It's not going to change once the ball hits, you know, zero or whatever it is, however they do it. Yeah, they, they, they always say people are waiting. Well, until then, and when this happens, I'll be happy. And when this happens, things will happen. And right. when this happens, you got to make things happen. And it's difficult, yeah. but you got to do it. Well, yeah. it's focus. You know, you have to, once again, the non-negotiables. Here's the things I want to do regardless. Nothing else in this world matters but X, Y, and Z. Right. And you have to work towards those. And those goals, just having those in place is huge. You know, knowing where you're going. You, you wouldn't get on a fucking bus stop if you were like, where are we going, bus driver? And he's like, I don't know, just driving around. You know, you're going to end up in some fucked up part of town and probably get mugged or something like that. If I was a bus driver, that's what I'd do. <laughs> I'd be like, uh, I don't know where we're going. We're, we're going to the hood. Get out. No, I wouldn't do that. But the thing is, is, is you wouldn't live your life like that from a safety standpoint, you know. So why would you live your life like that when it comes to goals? And when it comes to aspirations and things you want to accomplish and achieve, you know, so that's why for me, writing the goals down was a new thing for me. And what about lofty goals? Explain. I know some people come out and they say, well, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do all these things. And yes, they maybe they have a strategy for it or whatever the case is. But is there something to be said for the low hanging fruit too? those goals that you can achieve and then build up? Or how, how are they supposed to kind of tackle these goals? Well, I think that that should be a a stair step mm-hmm. in the grand scheme of goals. You know, I, when I see a goal, in my opinion and in my mind, when I see a goal, I say, okay, here's what I want to do and here's the steps it's going to take. And sometimes it's 55 steps to the top and sometimes it's three. It depends on what it is I'm trying to achieve and it depends on the complexity of it. You know, as far as the low-hanging things, yeah, if you set a simple goal, if you're like, oh, I want to eat breakfast every morning, That may be a simple goal for some people who like to wake up and eat breakfast, but it may not be a simple goal for somebody that's trying to get in shape. And and I want to eat breakfast every morning, but I want it to be less than 300 calories, and here's what I want it to consist of. That's a very defined goal. You know, and that's the big thing. When we set our goals, we can't say, I want to eat breakfast every morning. Okay, what do you want to eat? 
You know, do you want to eat leftover pizza from last night? Do you want to eat a bottle of wine? What is it that you want, you know? Mm -hmm. And so defining that and saying, I want to eat something healthy. It's going to be less than 300 calories. It's going to contain less than 15 grams of fat, and it's going to have X, Y, and Z in it. Right. You know, and I want to eat it by 7 o'clock every morning. Why? Well, because at 730, I want to be at the gym. Or actually, you know, at 30 minutes, your belly will hurt. You probably don't want to do that. Remember that old myth? Yeah. Don't go swimming for 30 minutes after you eat. Your belly will hurt and you'll drown. Or you'll get a cramp and then you'll You'll drown. Yeah, exactly. So, but setting those well-defined goals. And and ones that, you know, if you're going to set goals that are easy for you to achieve, Mm -hmm. don't bother fucking setting them. Like, Mm -hmm. seriously, if you're going to say, my goal is to go to work every day this year. Okay. Welcome to society. So those are not goals. In other words, separate your goals from your normal. Your normal kind of things that you're going to do anyways. Like one of the goals that, let's see here. Let me pull up my goal sheet. Now, I'll share with the audience some of my goals. So one of the things is spend an hour a night with family with no distractions. Okay, that sounds very easy for a person that may work a nine to five, or maybe they have a mm-hmm. a different situation. But maybe they're don't. retired or something like that. It's very difficult for me because my work carries over to after work. Mm-hmm. So when I leave, I don't punch out a clock. I don't punch out a clock, and all of a sudden, boom, day's done. I can go home and do whatever I want. No, I get emails from this guy like four a.m. sometimes. Right. So I have to set my phone down and spend. This is an hour a day for every day that I'm in town. So this is a non-negotiable because my kids and my family deserve the attention that I can provide to them, and an hour isn't much. But so when I get home at sixty-five hours, correct at minimum. Mm-hmm. So when I get home at six o'clock, six thirty, seven o'clock at night, you know when the kids go to bed by eight thirty, my window is very small there. Mm-hmm. So I have to be able to disconnect and say, okay, for an hour I'm shutting off to the world. My clients aren't going to bother me. No one's going to bother me, and I'm just going to go and spend some quality time with my family. Mm-hmm. That's a lofty goal for me. Because that takes a, a decent portion out of what I do. But what I do doesn't make sense if I don't have people that I do it for. Right. So the other thing was at least one date night a month with Shannon. Mm-hmm. You know, that's another one of those things. When you have two kids and, and actually three in our household, but two that can't take care of themselves, having a date night's pretty difficult. Yeah. Because a date night does not mean that we packed up the family and we went down to – to one of the local Mexican restaurants and had, you know, a couple tacos and hung out. And, no, that's and, feeding the family and going to dinner. Exactly. So a date night's a totally, totally different thing. But within my, my one-hour distraction that I was talking about a minute ago, uh-huh. I put in here notes, play board games, do homework, dinner, movies, etc. So I know what things I can do. Right, versus just, okay, here's my hour. It starts. Right. What do I do? I can spend an hour sleeping. Right. And be like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm not distracted for this next hour. You guys watch me sleep. Well, and I would imagine that that hour would kind of change here and there because you're going to have things going on in life. Life is pulling you all kinds of different directions. So to still obtain that one full hour is not necessarily the easiest thing in the world to do. It's not. But I think once you do it, it becomes a habit. Right. You know, once it becomes a habit, it becomes part of your life. So another one. Okay. So my personal, and and this is like motivational stuff for me. When Mm -hmm. I type in personal, I put personal Without self-growth, we turn stagnant. Stagnant people do not accomplish their dreams. Self-growth fuels the four other areas in life. Get some. That was just a little note to myself of what personal goals mean. And in that section, I put reduce weight from 258 to 215 or less by eating better, training more, more often and harder, sleeping better, drink less, focus on strength-directed workout regimen with some additional focus on leg muscles to help over, overcome my weakness in my legs from a motorcycle wreck. A very defined goal. Here's what it is. Here's how I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's the one thing we have to focus on. What is it? 
How are you going to achieve it? And what section does it fall under? So 2019, is it going to be a big year? Fuck, I hope so. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's got to be. I mean, I think we need to bust it out of the seams. I know a lot of people are thinking, oh, the market's changing and things are getting slower. And, you know, Guess we don't, what? We don't know. Still have to people have are still going to buy houses. Live. People are still going to sell houses. You just got to get at the <laughs> forefront and do the shit that it takes to make it happen. So, anyways, I know it's New Year's Eve. Yep. And I want to thank everyone that's taking the time, taking the time to listen to me ramble on and on and on. <laughs> and, and fortunately for me, my listener base has grown and I have the opportunity to have situations where people are listening to me. Hopefully this advice finds you well. Hopefully it does something to modify or tune whatever it is that your New Year's resolutions may be. Hopefully 2019 is the biggest year you've had ever. I know it should be Mm -hmm. and will be for me. And obviously if it's not, then that means you're kind of taking steps backwards. But regardless of, of what your goals are, be it big, small, or whatever it is, as long as the goal in your eyes and something that you can obtain, even though it may be a stretch, get out there and get after it. Jeff, any final closing words? No, I, I wish everybody a great year and definitely take those steps and reach all those goals. Yeah. Uh, you know, and if you don't reach them, don't be disappointed. Just make them and, and keep climbing those steps until you get them. And one last thing, don't be a dumbass. Don't drink and drive. Don't forget please there's don't. sober rides out there there's, please, Ubers, there's uber and, Lyft, and i uber. actually used uber for the first time once in my life which was probably very entertaining to watch i, I bet imagine. i bet the guy in the front seat's like what the fuck is wrong with this dude <laughs> i was just i was blown away i've never done anything like oh, that that's before. right you did yeah, yeah. i do remember and, you and taking let me uber tell you, it was it was the weirdest thing i've ever experienced and i'm Walking outside, going, well, where in the hell's the car? How am I going to figure this out? Some dude rolls up I, to you, he's like, "You Jeff?" Pretty much, <laughs> like, like, and it's uh... kind of like. Actually, the dude goes, "Hey," and I'm like, "What the? It, do I get in the car? Do I want to shoot the guy?" Right. <laughs> you know, I'm like, what is this? Hey, you working? <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely an, <laughs> an experience. Twenty bucks is twenty bucks. <laughs> you know, and I was really surprised, but it was a very interesting experience. So yes, definitely take Ubers. Do what you guys have to do. I to think even not... the sheriff's departments offer free rides i know they have in years prior well, they'll I don't take know you on they vacation are, but they, you damn right they will <laughs> they'll be like happy new year motherfucker you're in jail click, click. <laughs> zip zip <laughs> yeah. the only clicks and booms you're gonna hear is handcuffs yeah so all right well thanks again for tuning in we'll talk to you soon